Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Exodus 4, Moses given powers. Then Moses says, what if they will not believe me or listen to what I say? For they may say, the Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a staff. Then he said, throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses fled from it. But the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand and grasp it by its tail. So he stretched out his hand and caught it and it became a staff in his hand that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. The Lord furthermore said to him, now put your hand into your bosom. So he put his hand into his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous like snow. Then he said, Put your hand into your bosom again. So he put his hand into his bosom again, and when he took it out of his bosom, behold, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. If they will not believe you or heed the witness of the first sign, they may believe the witness of the last sign. But if they will not believe even these two signs or heed what they say, then you shall take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and the water which you take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. Then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither recently nor in time past, nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth, or who makes him mute or deaf? or seeing or blind. Is it not I, the Lord? Now then, go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. But he said, Please, Lord, now send the message by whomever you will. Aaron to be Moses' mouthpiece. 
Then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses, and he said, Is there not your brother Aaron the Levite? I know that he speaks fluently, and moreover, behold, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You are to speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and with his, and I will teach you what you are to do. Moreover, he shall speak for you to the people, and he will be as a mouth for you, and you will be as God to him. You shall take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. Then Moses departed and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please let me go that I may return to my brethren who are in Egypt and see if they are still alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Now the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go back to Egypt, for all the men who are seeking your life are dead. So Moses took his wife and his sons and mounted them on a donkey and returned to the land of Egypt. Moses also took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, when you go back to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in your power, but I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I said to you, let my son go that he may serve me, but you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will kill your son, your firstborn. Now it came about at the lodging place on the way that the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and threw it at Moses' feet. And she said, You are indeed a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. At that time, she said, You are a bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. Now the Lord said to Aaron, Go to meet Moses in the wilderness. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and kissed him. Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord with which he had sent him and all the signs that he had commanded him to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and assembled all the elders of the sons of Israel. And Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses. He then performed the signs in the sight of the people. So the people believed and when they heard that the Lord was concerned about the sons of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, then they bowed low and worshiped. I know for many of us, whenever we've had uh, Exodus 4 brought up, we remember the story of Moses and how God's called on him and he, he starts to just doubt and question in his own abilities and how I've heard some pastors actually preach on the fact that it's okay. It's okay to have those doubts and it's okay to go to God and say, um, but God, I don't feel like I'm enough. But I think that's only true to a point. I think we reach a point where, uh, and you can see it reached right here by Moses, but we reach a point where God makes us a promise and he says, this is the way I want it to be. And he tells us what we should do. And then we come back with doubts and questions and other plans, like our plans are better than his. And we push our agenda over his. And then we reach the point where you can see in verse 14, as Moses had said to him over and over again, but, I, but I'm not, why, why am I supposed to go and speak? I'm not a good, I'm not good with my words. I'm not a good speaker. And God said, I will be with you. In fact, in 12, now then go and I, even I will be with your mouth. 
and teach you what you are to say. So God's told him, promised him, you just go and trust me, I'll show up. I mean, Moses has already seen the burning bush. He's already seen so many different things and he's already heard the story um, of so many different miracles within God's people, the sons of Israel. Yet he still doubts. And then in 14, the anger of the Lord burned against Moses. So, yeah, it's okay for him to doubt and to question and to a point. But when God gives you the promise and says, look, as I'm telling you, I'm the one who made mouths. I'm the one who I'm the one who gave you these gifts. I'm the one who set this all in motion. Whatever it is, he assures us that he's got our back. And then we still doubt him. It's like telling God his promise is not enough. That is why I believe that God becomes angry. Now, God has made many promises to us. And I know that for many of us, we try to bring our own agenda, our own ideas, our own strategies into what God's already ordained and planned. I'll give you one great example. God said the first tenth. He said, everything that you have, I've given you. All of your increase comes from me. But the first tenth, the first 10% of your increase were to give back to him to bless the other 90. And still, I mean, I've met with so many people who say, my finances are upside down. I say, great. So do you tithe? Well, we don't really make enough to tithe. We go through and we pay all our bills. And when we get to the end, there's nothing left for the church. Okay, what are you telling God? God said, everything that you have, I'm giving to you. All of your increase, just give me the first 10%. And if you're saying there's not enough, you're telling God his promise isn't enough. You're not putting your faith in what he says. And hopefully, not to the extreme that uh, Moses is experiencing here, but it says, then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses. Are we causing the anger of the Lord to burn against us when we don't follow what he says? When he says, you, son or daughter, go and do this task, and we doubt and we question. And then he reassures us and says, no, I will be there with you. Do it. And we still doubt or think that we're going to do it our own way. I think what we should start doing is, and in fact, what I tell uh, the people who have financial problems who come in and, and say those very words to me that I just spoke about, I tell them just to take a challenge. Just take a challenge if they would. Start giving 10% first. No questions. 10% first to God. And then after a while, they come back and they let me know that they're in a better situation. It's because 
At first they were doing it out of obedience, but eventually they started doing it because they saw, they were joyful in seeing that God's promise is true. So Father, thank you so much for your promise and that your promise is true. Thank you that you give us order, you give us direction. And I repent for any time that I personally have gone trying to add my own strategy, my own way to do what you've already told me. And I ask that you would forgive me and give me the courage to just jump out in faith whenever you direct me that I just I just move and follow your direction. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.